Hey there, thank you for tuning in to the One Organized Mama podcast. My name is Janelle and I am One Organized Mama. All right, so I am, I've been telling you guys, I'm, gonna, I'm making some changes to the podcast format. I'm actually going to really be more expanding the format and growing a community. And I'll tell you how I plan to do that in this episode. So little housekeeping note, first and foremost, we're kind of like half in, half out of our rental moving into our new home. So our new home actually has a lot of like wildlife and birds. So I'm kind of finding um, there's a lot more noise and we're, we're in like a new build community. So there's still some construction going on, but um, I, I've kind of gone from room to room to set up everything to see where's a, you know, a little bit quieter, but I, I'm not sure if I can find it right now. So anyway, you may hear some birds chirping um, that are right outside my window uh, in the background a little bit. So anyway, all right. So the 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 whole thing that's going on with this is that I kind of have felt like I'm kind of beating a dead horse a little bit. I'm going, obviously, you know, being a professional organizer, which was a home organizer for eight years from 2012 to 2020. And then I transitioned into a career in real estate and decided to do this podcast um, more. But what I'm kind of finding, like I said, I just, I'm like, I'm repeating, I'm, I'll be honest, getting a little bored with some of the same topics because I mean, you can only tell people how to organize their home in so many different ways, right? Just being completely honest out there. So um, during this move, I was like, you know, I took a little bit of a hiatus. I um, have been focusing on moving our family again the second time in less than a year. And uh, real estate's been really busy, which is definitely a blessing and um, taking that time to sort of self-reflect. So, and I've told you guys, one of my passions is like small business entrepreneurship Um, and sharing a little bit more about that. So what the direction is, so, and especially also the other thing too, being in a new season of my life, this was the other thing, being a mom, now that my kids are getting older, for those of you that didn't know, I have three children. Two of them are adults now on their own. And then I have a middle schooler still under my roof. But as kids get older, um, the mom aspect kind of changes. Um, and for those of you who still have littles under your roof, I'm here to tell you, don't fret or stress this stage of life. It is actually really quite wonderful. When your children, the older they get, it is so fun to watch them blossom in their own different ways. Um, some of the the ways, my daughter especially, um, watching her and navigate through her career, her new career, she's in the medical field, and some of the stuff that she's trying and doing, I'm so supremely impressed um, with her. And it's so fun to watch her navigate that and... Um, it's just fun. It's I love the um, interaction that my kids have with each other. The older they get, they are hilarious. And the family inside jokes just get better and better each year. So if you still have littles and you're dreading the day when they kind of flee the nest, I'm here to tell you it's wonderful. It's still really, really wonderful. Still a lot of fun. 
But that being said, one organized mama, a lot of people associate with, um, you know, motherhood, small children at home. And that's certainly where I started when I started my, my professional organizing business at all three kiddos still under one roof. And I was like juggling work and motherhood and being a wife and trying to be a friend and all of that stuff that life has and, and kind of how I was managing it all. But now, like I said, I'm kind of entering a new chapter, entering a new season of my own life. And so I really kind of did some self-reflection and like, what am I passionate about? I'm still super passionate about like organizing, time management, productivity, but how can I transition this into this new season? I don't want to give up the podcast completely. Um, I still feel like I have a message. This podcast is actually can be sometimes very cathartic for me. And I love doing it. I love the connections. I'm still like blown away by the amazing people that I've connected with on this podcast. So how can I grow that more? That's that's really where I've been at. So I'm going to be moving away from just home organization only. So, and there's a few reasons for that. Number one, again, kind of beating a dead horse. Like how many times do you guys want to hear me say like, it's not the products that organize you. It's how, how you manage your time. It's your habits. Um, how many times can I say that when people are like, all right, already we've heard it, you know? Um, also, I mean, is me showing you how my pantry is or, or closets are organized going to get you to organize your pantry or your closets? Likely not. It's just, it, that's, you know, I mean, it's it's just not how it works. I mean, do I want to inspire you? Yes. Do I want you to do it in your own way? Yes. Do I want to give you tips along the way? Yes. But there's only so many tips that I can give you under the home organizing umbrella. So again, what are my passion? What am I passionate about in this new season of life? Entrepreneurship, small business, and supporting however I can. And I love, love talking about entrepreneurship. Um, you guys may not know this, but I've actually, I counted, I've actually started four businesses. One organized mama, the professional organizing business, obviously. And then when I transitioned as a realtor in um, Las Vegas, which I'm still licensed there, that was business number two. A lot of people don't think of um, a real estate agent or realtor being a small business owner, but we are small business owners hands down. If you are in real estate, you know, and if you're not treating your business or your your career as a small business, let's talk. All right. So um, that was business number two, Vegas. Um, back in 2018, this is kind of like totally out there, but I actually helped my brother set up a, it's called Hot Shot Transportation. So my brother has been in the car industry. He was in the car industry for many, many years. And there's definitely a need for what they call hotshot transportation, where you, if you've ever gone into a car dealership and you're like, and I don't know anything about cars, this is what's ironic about it. I know nothing about cars. So let's take like a Jeep Wrangler, because that was one of the, the cars I dealt with. And you're like, I'm here to buy a specific Jeep Wrangler and I want it in the color red. And all they have on the lot is the color black. And you're like, nope, I wanted the color red. I'm going to go to another dealership. So what the dealerships will normally do is say, hey, 
if I can have the the red Jeep here by Friday, you know, do you, are you ready to buy it or whatever their sales pitches. So anyway, so what our what we did as our business is that they would contact us and then we had drivers that would go and like I said it's just a one load um thing so it's from like um uh point A to point B, like basically they're not picking up other freight along the way. So that's why it's called hotshot transportation. But I had to learn all about the um, ins and outs of transportation. And <laughs> now when we drive down, like if I'm on a road trip, I'm like looking at like the DOT numbers on the big semis and stuff. So anyway, I helped my brother do that. He didn't, he only had the business for a couple of years and then COVID hit and kind of wiped it out. But um, really, really super uh, interesting industry that I jumped in. And then, of course, moving to Georgia, I got my real estate license in Georgia. So I have a real estate business here as well. So fourth business. And what I realized about myself is I'm a bit of a serial entrepreneur. Like I really legitimately love doing business and I love talking about it. And so I'm like, I need to incorporate that more into the podcast but I don't want to be the only one talking about it. I mean, you guys, let's face it. You guys don't want to hear all from me all the time. So I get it. doesn't hurt my feelings one bit. So I'm like, you know, how can I incorporate this under this umbrella? Because one of the things that I've realized and some of the people that inspire me the most are other entrepreneurs. I have a lot of friends. In fact, I have one friend and she and I, do these marathon phone conversations. If she ever listens to this, you know who you are. We one time had a phone conversation that lasted four hours and 44 minutes. Our record. It uh, went on till about two o'clock in the morning. She and I just have, we've known each other for years. We have a lot of common people. We, she's really big. She owns a consulting firm. And so um, when you're kind of in the small business community, you tend to know other small business owners. So she and I had some connections there and, um, you know, we talk about everything and I think she's actually, um, she's actually given me some really great advice. I will say the difference between her and me, she is much more like logical thinking. I'm much more of an emotional thinker. Um, and so <clears throat> she kind of reminds me of that sometimes. So that's a great support system to have because we kind of joke like, you know, th this is kind of part of being in business for yourself and small business and entrepreneurship. Um, sometimes, you know, we're up until two in the morning and we have to be up by six or, you know, sometimes our workday ends at 10 a.m. I mean, it's this kind of crazy, fun world that we live in that's, you know, can also be very high stress also. But what I do like about a lot of my colleagues and friends who are entrepreneurs and small business owners, and I listen to a ton of small business podcasts. In fact, at some point when someone's like, ooh, hey, I know you like podcasts, you should listen to this one. I'm like already on my playlist. Um, but what I really love about this is that they inspire me to not have excuses. Like if you're going to make something happen, if you're creating something, there is no time or there are, there is no room for excuses. So that's a great reminder for me. But also 
masters of time management. Like for instance, knowing how to leverage their time. And one of these examples is this. I'm busy right now, right? I'm trying, you know, I'm running two businesses. I'm running my uh, real estate business in Vegas and a real estate business in Georgia. That's going well. I have really great people um, working with me on both sides. So I have a great team. But in my personal life, I kind of get a little like, ah, when I get home and stuff. And it's not just like cleaning, but it's like all of those little projects. Like for instance, a desk, my desk. I, uh, we got rid of a ton of furniture when we moved to Georgia. So I kept my daughter's desk because she had a pretty nice desk, but it was like super teenaged out, had like stickers and paint on it, all this stuff. So I was like, well, that would actually work pretty well for me. Um, in Georgia, I'm going to keep it. I'll just chalk paint it. I am not a crafty, creative person. Never chalk painted anything in my life. But everyone, including my sister, was like, it's easy. If you're going to do any kind of painting, chalk paint. And so I watched some YouTube videos. My sister, who is a super creative person, she chalk paints everything. She took me to Hobby Lobby. Um, We picked out a color. She showed me what brushes to use supplies. And that was last June or July. (laughs) Guess when the desk finally got finished painted yesterday. Okay, so we're in April, so almost here, like 10 months, nine or 10 months to get this desk painted. And I know for those of you out there who love chalk paint, like you're probably like, you could have done that in an afternoon. I know. So anyway, leveraging my time. I didn't want to have to buy a new desk. Um, I'm like, this desk is great. It works really well. I just need to get the motivation, find the time to chalk paint it. But I just wasn't. So I had to sort of stop and think, I'm like, what do I need in my life? How can I leverage my time a little differently, a little better, be a little bit more efficient with it? So I decided to hire some help. So I kind of made a list of things that I just need someone else's help to do. And we live in a military community. Once upon a time, I was a young military wife, and I would have loved the opportunity to just maybe work for somebody, have that flexibility to go and make a little extra money because I still had little babies at home. So I was trying to find that and I found it. And I um, put some Facebook ads out there through the military communities, talked to some people until I found the right fit. We did an in-person interview. I treated it like a job. I told her my expectations up front. I had her meet with both my husband and myself. And it works beautifully. So guess who chalk painted my desk? She did. And so like I said, she she finished it yesterday. She got it done in actually two afternoons. But she has a little one. So I always let her. I'm like, hey, here's my project list. Where can you jump in and help me out on some of this stuff? And she chooses her what works best for her and her family. Sometimes she brings her kids. Sometimes she leaves them at home if her husband's at home. And I pay her by the hour and it works out really beautifully. Um, She's helping me. I'm super grateful for it. And she loves the opportunity. Um, At first she was skeptical. She's like, you mean I can just really choose what day to come? I'm like, yeah, choose what day. Don't take advantage of us. Um, Text us when you arrive, text us when you leave. And then I pay her immediately. 
And what she is allowing me to do is to leverage my time. Because guys, I'm telling you, I would have sat there with that stupid desk forever and hated it and it would stress me out and I wouldn't have used it and it was taking up space. And then eventually I would have just gone to purchase something else that my husband would have had to put together and hear him complain and gripe about it. Um, Just anyway, so that is something I've learned from my small business friends, my entrepreneur friends, leverage your time. That is an example of leveraging your time. Sometimes there are things that are okay to have other people come and do. Um, It doesn't mean you have to pay for everyone to do everything. But you know, it it also can sometimes be a blessing to someone and as much as it's a blessing to you as well. And you're also kind of supporting another small business sometimes when you do so. Okay, the other thing that I love that that does kind of have a trend with my friends who are um, small business owners, they 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 have these kind of fun personalities. They're kind of the work hard, play hard. Like you may not hear from them for like days, weeks, because they are like hustling. They're on a project. They're working their pants off on something, and then it's like woohoo, we're in Cabo. Here's our margaritas and. It, I, I just kind of, that I'm attracted to that kind of lifestyle. I can kind of tend to be like that. And what I really appreciate is the fact that like, no one really quite understands me like my friends who are also in small business um, and who are entrepreneurs. I am terrible at texting. I, like if you send me a long text, you're getting a phone call. I'm like, like some, some things just need to be a phone call. So I'm like, hey, saw you texted me, uh, driving down the road, what's going on? Like, get, paraphrase your text for me. I, I, I need this shortened up. I need the Cliff Notes version. And so also on the flip side, I also take forever sometimes to respond back to personal texts because I'm prioritizing my work, my clients. Um, that has to take priority and precedence over friends, unfortunately at some times. And I need people in my life that don't take that personally. And that's one thing I've just realized a lot of people do. And I just can't, you know, I I just don't have the time for it. So um, I do kind of appreciate that work hard, play hard attitude. Um, Also, um, compassion and generosity. And that is something that I've seen as a trend with a lot of entrepreneurs, not saying that everyone is, I know there's some jerks out there that are entrepreneurs or small business owners, but a lot of us have like really pulled ourselves up by our bootstraps. You know, we've, we've, like I said, gone in four hours of sleep. We've, you know, had, you know, uh, periods of time where we've been working for seven days a week for weeks, sometimes months on end. And when we finally kind of get to these levels of success or accomplishment, we sometimes want to help other people reach those milestones. And that's definitely a trend that I've seen. And it always sparks to me the, um, there's a quote that says something like, someone who is doing more than you or better than you will never criticize you or something to that effect. And, and I always think that like, when it comes to the critics in my life, whether it's the whatever, another, you know, quote unquote, friend, family, uh, someone commenting on something, social media, podcast, whatever. I just think that person has no idea what it's like to be in my shoes. And I know I am very careful at criticizing um, 
anyone also, because I know like if you're out there and you're doing a podcast or if you're running a small business or if you're a mom or whatever, I keep my opinions to myself or, you know, definitely not putting it out there on a public forum and stuff. So um, I appreciate the compassionate and generous spirit of a lot of entrepreneurs of my um, entrepreneur friends and circles. All right, last thing that really kind of inspires me and they get it, um, that perfection is not in their vocabulary. Like when my my friends, and I'm talking men and women, men and women that are just, they're really hustling. They, they realize like mistakes are being you know made along the way. They're kind of getting knocked down, but they're recovering. They're coming right back up, you know, just like one of those like punching bag things that like flips right back up into your face. Like there's no room for perfection um, in their vocabulary whatsoever. Like they're just charging hard and progress means everything. Done is better than not done and is certainly better than being perfect. Like there's just, they understand that there's really no such thing as perfection. Perfection is incredibly subjective. So those are kind of some of the reasons that I feel inspired um, and feel super impassioned for entrepreneurs and small business owners. But the other thing that I would like to share a little bit more of on this podcast is my entrepreneurship journey. There is definitely a misunderstanding that, you know, um, if you're an entrepreneur, small business owner, then your parents probably were and your grandparents. Not everyone is like that. And my specific journey couldn't be further from that. Um, I did not, I really had a rough childhood, didn't grow up with money. um, And to (laughs) this day, my mom, even though I've now owned four businesses, still can't believe that I left my nine to five job uh, 10 years ago to start One Organized Mama. She still says it to me. And so um, a lot of there's, there's a lot of mindsets and stuff that go with that. And um, one of the things that I've talked about, um, especially in earlier episodes when talking about a, being a professional organizer is that imposter syndrome. And there are a lot of things that kind of you have to overcome mentally um, to be an entrepreneur, to put something together, to create a business out of nowhere, to there's so many mental breakthroughs that are required to do it. I mean, you're putting yourself out there, like you're feeding yourself to the wolves, it feels like. And, you know, we're scared. I, we feel like an imposter. Um, we do have people, we have critics in our lives that are telling us like my, I, I had an experience with um, one of my good friends. And when I first saw One Organized Mom, and it was kind of starting to go up and running and she was in town and stopped by for business. I'll never forget that she started to read me some article about how um, professional organizing was kind of a scam, basically, like you can't, a a total stranger can't go in and organize someone's home. And I remember standing there in my kitchen, just kind of with my head down while she read me or paraphrased or whatever this article, and just really kind of like sucking the air out of me and stuff in that moment. And I thought, wow, instead of like supporting me and like, wow, this is really incredible. And 
you know, it was just there to sort of let me know that what I was doing was not um, something that she felt like was a very smart idea and was backing it up with evidence of some article somebody wrote. <clears throat> but I um, am here to say she was absolutely definitely wrong. And any of you <laughs> know, you can definitely organize for other people. It's definitely a thing and it does work. But one of the things that I've really connected, I've loved connecting with the other professional organizers, I have coached quite a few through this podcast, and almost everyone that I've coached has brought up the imposter syndrome thing that I've talked about. And it's a real thing. It is a real thing. Um, a lot of them have talked about the fear. Of, we've also had like laughs about like when you are pull up to someone's house, a client's house, and you're like... I should just drive away right now. What am I doing here? Especially when you're brand new and getting started, like how to overcome that. And by sharing my story, I just really hoped that someone can relate to it. Because like I said, my story is not the norm. I do not come from a family of business owners. Um, And I won't get into the deep, dark details now, but I may just do an episode solely based on that so that you guys can see. But also, I know a lot of times people automatically like, like, oh, you're an entrepreneur. It's all about money. You're just rolling in the money. Are you kidding? I literally, and I tell this to my kids constantly, you don't understand. If I am not working, I do not get paid. And so I constantly have that pressure on myself. And I actually have to sort of pull myself back because if I can work seven days a week, I will work seven days a week because I did come from nothing. I grew up incredibly poor. I feel like at any moment, somebody can come and take everything away from me in a moment's notice. I have that as a constant, constant fear in my life. I, I, if I'm ordering something online, I constantly have this inner voice saying, should you be buying that? Um, should you be doing this? You don't fit in here. I have that constant critic in my head. And so if you can relate to that, I would love to share more and hear your experiences. How do you guys overcome a lot of that? So we can connect in a lot of ways that people just don't quite understand unless they are in this entrepreneurship journey. But it's not just about the money. So on the flip side, Why? Why would anybody go into business for themselves? Why would anyone be an entrepreneur or a small business owner? Like to some people, working 20 hour days, seven days a week, and I'm, I'm, it's not like that all the time, but working and working and feeling alone. There's also a sense of when you're a small business owner, an entrepreneur, there's a There is a lot of loneliness. I have never felt more alone except for motherhood than I do as an entrepreneur sometimes. I just feel like no one really wants to hear anything. They're like, you know, if you're, you know, you can never complain. So if you feel like you complain, someone's like, well, then just go get a regular job, right? And so why on earth do we do this? I don't know. Sometimes I do ask myself, but a lot of times it has to do with the freedom and autonomy. And there are some really great, wonderful perks. Um, Yesterday, I was finished with my workday by 10 a.m. And I had the rest of the day to focus on the house and the bazillion errands that I had to get done that had been pushed off for way too long. And 
having a day like that where I was 100% control in of my schedule is part of the reason why I do that. Is every day like that? No, it's not. But I kind of like that. I like that every day is kind of different. Every client is a little different. And so the just having it be where you are pleasantly surprised and <laughs> Um, it's always a bit of a journey, sometimes a little bit of a roller coaster or a windy road. It's part of it. It's it's really kind of a lot of fun. And I, I absolutely do enjoy every bit of it. So, all right. The other thing that I want to really kind of incorporate more is productivity. Managing your day. And so whether you're an entrepreneur or small business owner, you can probably still benefit and and get some great tips and tricks from this podcast if you continue to still listen. So still check in with us from time to time. But productivity. So I know I've talked about home organization and time management and kind of putting it all together, productivity. Like we want to be productive. Um, we should be wanting to be productive, like moving that needle um, making progress in our lives, looking back no matter where we are and saying, am I doing something different than I was doing five years ago? Am I moving the needle? Am I making progress? And and am I being productive with my time? Because there's so many time sucks and stealers out there. We're just com- constantly bombarded. And how do you kind of overcome those to be more productive in your life? So definitely um, a topic I want to talk more about. Um, oh, okay. So funny. I was uh, writing these notes. Actually, I have a side note for small business owners. Okay. So for small business owners too, and entrepreneurs, um, client, client management. And so when I was actually doing my notes, um, I said, I put down oversharing with clients. Don't do this. Um <laughs> I'm in the process of uh, interviewing, you know, we're moving into a house. And so we, you know, I'm getting estimates and interviewing different companies. And I had just got a call from somebody that was supposed to come out to give me an estimate on something. And I had to hear the story about he was having transportation issues and getting his kids to school. And before he even showed up, I already had kind of a bad taste in my mouth. I was like, oh my gosh, he sh- I, someone needs to tell him don't overshare that stuff with your clients. So what happens when you <clears throat> you are running late? How do we handle those situations as small business owners? Our reputations are everything. And yes, to a certain extent, it's okay to relate to your clients, but that is definitely something that I would love to dive deeper into with you guys, um, give you my own experience of how when those issues pop up, how do we manage them? How do we, you know, if we are running late, we are having car or kid issues or whatever, like how do we manage that and still have a, uh, present a professional front, but yet realize like our clients need to know we're also humans. We're also parents. We're also, you know, things happen and stuff. So I definitely want to go into that a little bit deeper too and give some tips um, and always tell them don't use traffic as an excuse. People know that that's an excuse. So so anyway, if you're familiar with the seven buckets, so the seven time buckets that I always talk about how you should manage your time, home, family, quiet time, financial, work, physical health, and social hobby. 
I want to talk more about productivity in all of those different areas, but I want to bring in more experts. So that being said, if you are an expert in any of those areas, so for instance, physical health, if that is your thing, you're an entrepreneur, you're a small business owner, you love to talk about how to, you know, get people in shape, how to inspire them, you know, meal planning, meal prepping, anything like that, that falls under the physical health bucket or what there's a lot. That's a big umbrella in itself or the financial bucket. I have a lot of friends out there that are uh, lenders. Um, Now that I have two businesses, real estate businesses across the country, I know a lot of lenders nationwide. Um, And I would love to hear, you know, that's such a big topic. If you're a financial planner, if you're a lender and people need to know so much goes into the organization of your finances before you purchase a home. And so many people out there don't understand what they should be doing before they purchase a home. Because oftentimes what happens is they'll contact a realtor or lender and realize, you know, they're really six months to a year out. Um before they can really purchase a home. Talking a little bit more about that, how you can manage and organize your finances. Um, Also home, hey pro organizers out there calling you. Um, I know uh, there's a wonderful podcast out there, Pro Organizers Coach, not trying to steal from anybody, but um, a, a lot of professional organizers out there and that's a really great podcast to hear. I would love more of you guys to be sort of involved in this. And you guys, one thing I learned from listening to the Pro Organizers Coach um, podcast was the fact that even though we all do kind of the same thing, we all have our own spin on it. And we appeal to different clientele. um, And just even though you know, I feel like, well, I kind of know, like, what do I have to learn? Trust me, I learned a lot. And I've, I've learned a lot by listening to other professional organizers, and how they run their business. And a lot of them have really great tips and ideas. So I would love to connect with more of you guys. Um, Realtors, Um, I would love, love, love to have more realtors on here and talking about, again, the process of home buying. One of the things that I really try to do for my clients, and one of my, um, uh, the reasons people hire me is because I can t- kind of keep them. I'm good with communication. I'm good with like moving them along through the process and keeping them pretty organized on their route to, to buying or selling their home. Um, social hobby. If there are things like, you know, there's, like I said, a lot of really crafty people in this world. How do you stay organized? What are some organization tips? If you're someone that that's your kind of thing, how can people stay more organized? Or um, if they do have a desk that they paint like or that they need to paint or project, like moving along those timelines of helping them be more productive and get those things done, because that is an important aspect. You know, our hobbies, our, our, you know, outlines, balancing all of that. We should be able to have some fun in our lives. Um, family, uh, definitely there's a, oh my goodness, especially, you know, out there as far as like managing with kids and stuff, there's a ton of wonderful experts out there. Would love to bring some into the community. Uh, qu- even quiet time. 
there could be people that like, this is like their focus, like they get it. We have too many distractions in our life. Um, whether it be like yoga practice or meditation or I don't know, whatever it is that um, helps guide you on just kind of slowing everything down, blocking blocking out all of those external distractions in your life and giving yourself time to take a break, your brain a break from all of the different things that were pulled at, that pull at us during our day. So growing a community, that's the other side to this. So I have the side where we have all of the topics for our whole lives. There's a lot of entrepreneurs out there, a lot of you guys who could add something to this. Am I bringing just anybody on the podcast episode? No, I'm not. I do not want it to be a commercial. And I, guys, I already get reached out by people all the time, like, hey, can I come on and be on your podcast? And I've said no to almost everybody, um, unless I know them personally. The only people that I've brought on are the people that I've actually coached or made some kind of a connection with in business. So... In order to be on the podcast or to be a part of this community, here is what I'm doing. I have the Facebook group. So what I've decided to do is just make that a community in itself. And so if you go to buy me a coffee link, you're going to see that I have membership levels. I'm actually only having one membership level because I've kind of tested some stuff out with some friends lately and trying to figure it out. Number one, I hate Facebook, but it is the best platform to run any kind of a group, unfortunately. So I'm going to run a group and it's a $9 a month monthly membership fee. Um, I did have the different tiered levels. I'm taking away, completely taking away the mid-level at $49 because I was doing some Zooms and what I was finding was... um, it's hard to schedule Zooms with people, and especially if they're paying extra money to attend a Zoom. It's it's then it's the pressures on me, and I'm like, well, this time works for me, but nobody signed up because it doesn't work for anyone else. So what I've decided to do is that, and it also taking my the pressure off myself. I was trying to do one a week, um, and it that's just not going to work at the moment. That may change in the future, but for the moment, I'm kind of just nixing that whole level. Um, I'm also kind of just taking away the highest level at 249. I am still doing one-on-one coaching and it's just a fee. I'm just going to charge it a fee, not a monthly fee of just 249 for one hour of one-on-one coaching. So if that's still something that you're interested in doing, by all means, reach out to me on this. So you may be a little like, whoo, she's all over the place. I know I am. I'm, I'm putting it all together for you guys. So If you are interested in joining the community, it starts with the Facebook group. So I just would like to get everyone in the Facebook group. And I actually want to start connecting. I want to start talking in there. Who are you? Show show me what you're about. Start sharing what your business is. Um, You know, why are you interested in productivity, organization, time management, in what field, what area, what's your expertise, or What is your interest? So you don't have to necessarily be an entrepreneur or small business to be a part of this. Maybe you just want to go in and dive a little deeper and say, hey, these are some areas of my life that I need help in. And 
is, is there someone out there that can help me in sort of getting this um, feedback from people who, who may be experts in those areas? So really kind of connecting people. And again, all through the podcast. So why am I charging for this? Because I've run Facebook groups before. They're a nightmare. Number one, it's private. So you don't get in it unless you pay. Um, so I want there to be I want there to be some investment on the part of the people in it, um, because that will kind of keep out a lot of people. Like, why would you pay something even if it's a nominal? It's nine bucks a month, a nominal fee, and then just go in there and be be a jerk. Like, most people aren't going to do that. They're going to actually put some thought into it. Is this really something that I want to? Get in. So I want it to be very conscientious. It's I don't want it just to be another Facebook group that you just join and scroll past. I want it to be something where you're going to invest some of your time in, some of your effort. Um, so that is why I've decided to charge from that. And then the flip side of that is for those who do want to share on the platform of this podcast, I want to make sure that you that you're you're for us, that you're for my audience. Um, I want to get to know you a little bit better, just like I've gotten to know some of the folks that I've done some one-on-one coaching with. Are you a good fit or are you a little, not really our cup of tea, which is fine. Not every, I'm not everyone's cup of tea. Um, I don't want to just bring anyone on the podcast. It's just really something, again, I want to draw from the community that I'm really trying to actively build and then say, hey, oh my gosh, this person has such a great point. Let me, I feel like it's a message that I can share with everybody. And again, the topics really need to be focused around productivity, time management, and organization in all areas of life, not just home, but like all of the different areas of our life. So if you feel like you have something to add to contribute, you'd love to connect with other people. You would love to build your own following because yes, can you promote in this Facebook group? Heck yes. I want you guys to be like, hey, here's a tip for the day. Hey, you know, I I have this service. Go give me a follow on my Instagram or my Facebook or whatever. Yes, you can by all means go in there and promote. But I don't want it to be, again, super salesy. You have to bring something. So I'm going to really kind of engage with people in there. I don't want it just to be like, use my code for this product. I don't want it to be like that. Like, I really want to hear why, why, why are you so passionate about this? I want to hear what drew you to this and give you, again, a platform to connect with other people. And again, try to connect the people that have so much out there to offer in the different areas of life with the people who would love the advice or um, want to learn more. And you never know, it might inspire someone to start up their own little business. And then we have this whole cool little community of entrepreneurs helping each other. So does this make sense? If it doesn't, feel free (laughs) to send me an email one organized mama at gmail.com. I'm on Instagram. I'm kind of, I just, I stepped away from one organized mama on Instagram and I'm just on Instagram and Facebook under my actual name, Janelle, J-A-N-E-L, Relat, R-A-L-A-T. So Janelle Relat on Facebook and Instagram. 
Um, because I'm going to be doing some, I'm kind of combining this with some of my real estate stuff on both platforms. So that's why I kind of stepped away from the one organized mama stuff. So feel free to DM me. I'll try to get better about responding. Um, send me a Facebook message. I tend to be a tad better on Facebook than I am with Instagram for some reason. Or like I said, send me an email. I'm pretty much going to just have like a response that goes into this a little bit better. Just like, hey, I'll answer a couple of your questions. Here is a PDF form with sort of the highlights of how this is going to work and how I'm going to move forward. So again, I hope you guys take time. Or if you've listened to this and you're like, heck yeah, I'm going to jump in, go to the buy me a coffee link and the membership. So just click on memberships. And it is the $9 membership. Oh, and also I'm going to be doing still some, a little printable. I feel like people need it, but it's going to be more like checklist form. So stay tuned for that. But again, really hoping to build a community with this podcast between listeners. I know I've just talked a million miles a minute. I can feel myself. I need to take a deep breath after this, but feel free to reach out to me. Um, I'm happy to answer your guys' questions. Um, I probably am not going to have the Google link form on this one because I'm changing that up. But if you're all in and you want to jump in and get ready, fantastic. Again, go to the buy me a coffee link in the show notes, click on it, join as a member. And then as soon as you join as a member, you'll get a, a, a email or a response from me, how you can join into the, the Facebook group, which I'm just kind of now putting together and getting started. So that was a lot. And I actually didn't go through all my notes. So this, this is probably like a two episode one. So anyway, super excited to continue to grow with you guys. Um, Reach out to me and let's build this community. Let's, let's organize and be productive in all different areas of our life and let go of this idea of perfection and you know, spend, better spend our time with the people we love and doing the things that we love in life. So thank you so much for listening to this podcast episode and stay tuned for more. I'm going to try to get back to doing weekly episodes. So thanks again.